on a very sunny Wednesday afternoon in Glasgow. I am joined by Sophie Boyd, who's a PhD student and choir leader. I'm joined by Deborah Hamilton, who's a Community Links practitioner, and Janice Merrick, who's a practice nurse. That's so, right. ladies, if we can go sort of round and introduce ourselves. We can start with you, Janice. Okay. Um, hello, I'm Janice Merrick. Um, I'm a practice nurse in a small GP practice in the East End of Glasgow, which is part of the Deniston Cluster. I'm Deborah Hamlin, my community practitioner for the Health and Social Care Alliance, based in one of the GP practices in the Denison Cluster. I'm Sophie, I'm the song leader for the group, uh, also a PhD student looking at singing for health and wellbeing. And that takes us nicely into why we're here. We are in the parish church and there are about 20 people going to gather downstairs for a singing session. And this is looking at using singing to help with respiratory, pro respiratory problems, whether that's COPD or asthma or anxiety. Mm -hmm. Can one of you talk me through how the group started up? I think Janice, you might be a good place to start. Um, the group started up when I received an email at the beginning of last year asking for a nurse in Glasgow being interested in starting a group with a singing leader who'd been trained by the chain gang. Um, and I had been wanting to do something like that for a wee while. Um, so I replied to the email, I met with Sophie. We seem to be on the same page where we were wanting to go with this. The same hymn sheet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I approached the Deniston Cluster for part funding um, because they were looking at COPD and you know how to improve the well-being of people with COPD and, um, and self-management um, and then looked for premises and then on the 4th of July, you were born. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And Deborah, you work for the Alliance yes. as a community links practitioner, so how do you fit in to what's going on here? Well, I was lucky enough to have moved um, roles over to the East End, previously being based in the southwest of the city. Um, and m my dad's got COPD, so I suppose I've got a personal interest in the condition. Um, Janice used to be my nurse, believe it or not, as well. <laughs> so this is very much a community that I live and work in. Um, so I was lucky to be based in this practice um, when the group was about to start. So we're always having conversations about self-management um, with patients and looking at realistic medicine approaches, which this is a great example of. So I was just really excited to be involved and to be letting patients in my practice know about it. Well, that's if I can pick up on what you're saying about the sort of realistic medicine approach, is that um, looking at what might be termed sort of alternative approaches? Absolutely. But moving away from there isn't a pill for every ill. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay. I think people having that sense that their health is someone else's responsibility, that's a clinician's responsibility, and maybe seeing clinicians as sitting separately from them. Mm -hmm. With Janice being in this group and Sophie, we're all equals in the space, mm -hmm. and I think that's really important. We're all people who have something to offer um, and responsibility for our own health and well-being and health and well-being of our communities and mm -hmm. those around us. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sophie, I can ask about your research, yeah. which is you're in your second year. Yeah. And you still seem like you have it together. <laughs> still got it together, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, so running this group uh, forms the fieldwork for my PhD. Um, so it's looking at sort of people's journeys through health using singing. Um, so doing interviews with them to ask how singing's helping, um, doing some little workshops we're going to be doing, but also just looking at how the group has evolved over time. Grand. And so, so where are we at the moment with how often the groups are running and where would you like to get to? At the moment we're running weekly, um, but um, we've come under the Chain Gang charity um, to continue funding 
and they their model is um, every second week, alternate weeks they do. But what we're looking at is maybe setting up another group on the alternate weeks somewhere else in Glasgow, so that people can still go every week. It's just would be two different venues, um, so that's kind of where we're aiming for. Great. And what do participants who come here? So what what do they come here to do, and what do they then leave sort of saying? I pitch it as an exercise class as well as singing. So I think for people, a lot of folk don't feel they maybe think that they can't sing. I know I felt that way at the beginning mm. and thought, oh goodness, nobody <laughs> should hear me ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, when you're so when you're pitching it, folk, I explain that there's an awful lot of laughter, mm-hmm. and it, it's an exercise class at the beginning. So it's really about taking ownership of your condition and feeling more confident with it. Mm-hmm. And once folk have then come you see that folk come back and Mm -hmm. there's smiles on their faces every week and you know some of the even the most ridiculous exercises that they do in the beginning folk Mm -hmm. are really engaged in that's right and asked to do again Uh yeah (laughs) great because at its most basic i guess this is actually literally getting people to come along and strengthen muscles and things to make their condition a lot easier but Mm -hmm. there's a whole circle around that of of other benefits yeah and they support each other yeah it's a real sense of community community. yeah Yeah. there's been friendships made and they meet out with the actual group Mm -hmm. you know so there's been a lot more than we anticipated come out of it for, for my own dad, if I can mention, he's, he got diagnosed with CPD, COPD about seven years ago, at the same time as he got his bus, free bus pass. So his physical activity just kind of went downhill a wee bit. And then he retired four years later, and he just wasn't doing very much. And there was things that he used to enjoy doing that he wasn't doing. And joining this group, he came along for a wee Christmas lunch. We invited mm-hmm. friends and family. Didn't think he would be back. Since he's been back, he's been every week and it's now led to other things for him. So he's playing guitar again, he's got involved in other music projects and it's been a real catalyst for change Mm -hmm. for him. It's really given him more confidence to do the things that he enjoyed before that he'd stopped doing. Fantastic. And Sophie, you and I were discussing earlier the the funding arrangements for this programme, but your intention is to keep running this group after your field work is complete? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I love running this group. I get so much joy out of it and uh, I can imagine not running it. So <laughs> definitely keep on going. <laughs> and are we all attending the Alliance Conference yes. we next are, week? Yes. Good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That should be a good meeting place to look at all of these different types of groups and share yeah. best practice across Scotland. Because it, it's interesting just how many of these little pockets of activity are going on, but not necessarily spreading. Yeah. Whereas the chain gang seems quite a good example of that yes. spreading. Because yeah. yeah. they originally said, well, we're based in Edinburgh. Yeah. We've got four choirs in Edinburgh, one in the borders, and we're number six. <laughs> yeah, their vision really, they've yeah. got a five year plan to expand over Scotland. Okay. So, really yeah. positive with that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. We'll be happy to help them do that in Glasgow, but where there is definitely a high need. Mm-hmm. 80 of the deep end practices that exist in Scotland are in Glasgow, so mm-hmm. I think we're all quite passionate about, about bringing this yeah. approach, approach to, to other yeah. places in the sector. When you're mentioning deep end practices there, um, can you speak just a wee bit about what the links practitioner role is with the deep end practice and groups like this? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we, we have three main elements to role. We do a lot of one-to-one work, kind of solution-focused one-to-ones with individuals referred by their practice nurse or their GP, and then indeed eventually word of mouth. Um, we have a community connection role, so we're, we're there to be the front face of practice if possible, finding out what's available and to some degree connecting dots. But we all also get involved in quite a lot of groups, so we involved with singing groups, arts and crafts groups for mental health and well-being, um, walking groups, 
you, you know, you name it. I think we, we look at other models where people might come together and quite often in our groups, it's that health centre connection that starts it off. People are comfortable with their clinicians. They know them. They've worked with them for years. They maybe wouldn't attend a community group otherwise without that kind of endorsement um, or, you know, indeed from the community alliance practitioner themselves. We might even start some of our groups in a healthcare setting and then slowly take it into the community. So it's just a great way of joining up primary care with else that's going on out there. I suppose it's that social care. Yeah, definitely. Um, not social care, social, social prescribing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because if the nurse says it's okay to go and, and work on an allotment or <laughs> yeah, join a singing group, then you, yeah, you might be more likely to do it. Yeah. Janice, if I can ask you what brought you to the Chain Gang first? Um, one of my COPD patients who was newly diagnosed had come to me and said that they'd heard that singing was good for the breathing and it wasn't something I was aware of. And they wanted to join a choir 